Welcome to The Word Count, a podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. Coming in, Phil. Jack. Come on through. Mind your step. Hi. Watch out. Jack, what are you doing? Oh, oh, these. These are just some of Joe's readers. And I thought, because Joe's launching her new book, we can have some cheers in the background. Well, yes, Jack. That's all fine. But seeing as Joe is the best-selling author, and A Shadow at the Door is her second novel, I've prepared a, a stadium, stadium for her readers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that seems better. Congratulations, Congratulations, Joe Dixon. It's been a massive 12 months. Have a wonderful launch of A Shadow at the Door from the WordCat. And we're back. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Season 2, Episode 1 of the Word Count, our very first episode for 2024. I'm here with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon. Hello. Welcome to 2024. Jack Allen. <laughs> and me, Fiona Taylor. It's actually been two whole weeks since our New Year's Eve special episode. Can you believe that? Not at all. Yes, yeah, so that feels like months ago. <laughs> I mean, this year is getting away on me. It's crazy. The year's just, no, that was just too long ago. I can't remember it. It's a blur. Yes, I'm I'm caught in a weird space-time continuum. (laughs) That weird time between Christmas and when everybody really starts coming back to work. (laughs) Now, as I said, this is our first episode of The Word Count for the new year, and one of us has no idea what this episode is truly about. Anybody want to guess who that person is? It's not me. Um, I'm guessing me me because this doesn't sound like a conversation I was included in. (laughs) This, dear listeners, is the episode all about best-selling author Joe Dixon. And we didn't include her in that conversation because we figured she might get embarrassed. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, then. So moving right along. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to, we have to pad things out for our dear listeners. And just so that they know, Joe's second novel, A Shadow at the Door, was released last week on the 3rd of January. And this episode is going to be both a celebration and a forensic analysis of what happens when your book is published. Oh, so, Joe, okay. <laughs> so, Joe, please share your first thoughts. <laughs> Right, your book baby being born. See, that's so scary at all, isn't oh my it? I've got no okay. Um thoughts about my book baby being born. Um yes, we just want your true reactions, which is why I, we gave you nothing. This is completely no unprepared. Up. No heads um, up. So sorry. Well, it, it's a little bit it, it's definitely different to the first time. The first time I was fully immersed in the build-up, the lead up, you know, planning the event and doing all that. This time I'm in a different headspace, uh, partly because, as we all know, I'm on a deadline, um, and I'm writing um, another book, which I'm, which is taking up so much of my brain space. So it sort of came out, and it was, it's a wonderful moment, but it was for me, it's, it's all a bit of a blur, to be perfectly honest. But then you see it, the reactions in, in say, in Instagram of, of the bookstagrammers reviewing it, putting it out there, pictures of it, all the, you know, happy publication news. And it is such a nice feeling. It is. It is such. It's like, oh, you know, this, this, okay, this book's doing okay, and people like it. And I forgot how good this feels, um, which is, oh, I guess it gives you it gives you goosebumps. It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. It's still a bit of a blur, 
<laughs> but there are moments every day when I, you know, when I when I've just been through several airports. When you see your book at the airport, oh, there's something special about your booking. If you if you write commercial fiction, which I do, there's something just amazing about seeing your books in airports. You know, it's in the bookstores. It's uh, it was picked up as um, recommended as Apple App, Apple Books recommending it as book of the month in January or one of their books of the month in January. Woo-hoo! Which is was pretty cool. Um, do, do you ever got, want to sidle up to a customer who's looking at one of those books <laughs> in the airport and just go, I heard it's really good? I don't. I don't. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it is satisfying to see your book come out. It's such a long process between writing it and it hitting the shelves and getting in the hands of readers. So it is something to celebrate, absolutely, and it, it is lovely to take that moment, which I I honestly haven't done enough of of sitting back and saying, you know, this feels great. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've got to got to switch myself more onto it. I've got the launch this week, so next yes. week, next week. I don't even know what day it is. So that I'm going to not do any work that day. I'm going to just focus on celebrating the shadow at the door. Or shadow, as I call it affectionately. So proud of you, Joe, aren't we, Jack? Oh, it's an awesome book. I mean, totally not biased at all. It is a really good book. But it is. Yes. It is a book that you you pick up, you read, the images are right there in your head. I love the characters. Oh, yeah. it's actually probably the thing that I'm, that I'm most proud of with what I write and my characters. And I'm, I'm actually surprised to say that because I, I, do, I don't start with a character-driven focus. The character's come become fuller and more rounded as I write and as a story. So I start very plot driven and then the characters come to life as I tell the story to myself. So when other people relate to those characters, it's 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 great. Oh wow. Okay. I've got I've got lots of questions about the characters, but I have to save them for the launch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because Jack is going to be the person who interviews Joe at her launch. <laughs> How exciting is that? Well, I think it's a testament of friendship that I'm prepared to leave my cupboard and talk to people face to face, <laughs> which is not nerve wracking at all for me. Oh, you're going to be brilliant. I won't tell you how many people are coming, Jack, because <laughs> can't be that bad. I just hope I do it justice. Oh, you will. Oh, you will. You will, Jack. And, and, and of course, just in case I don't, I've got chocolate. <laughs> I'm bringing chocolate. And I'm going to be there and I am bringing my daughter. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. And I'm going to be there and I'm bringing cake and bubbles, champagne <gasps> and cake. See, look at that. I mean, what else What else could we possibly bring to the table? That's all we need. That's all we need. Um, that's all we need. It's going to be absolutely awesome. And well, that's, that's, that's the launch. But following yeah. the launch, there's the book tour. Yes. Um, two weeks on the road. Um Victoria and South Australia. There are still some dates to be locked in and some extra venues to be added to the list. And please, because you've sprung us on me, don't ask for anything off the top of my head. I could not tell you. But I know could you tell February. us the, the website I, where people can find the details? Um, yes. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> there we go. Oh, nice. Nice segue. In other words, Fiona. <laughs> in the show notes <laughs> no yes. I, can, yes I can do that and can I just say Joe? I interviewed Joe the other day for as you did also Jack didn't you 
I, look, I did uh, probably the most convoluted sisters in crime interview I've ever done in my life, in which I've got to apologise. But I'm trying to get all of Joe's information into the introduction, and I think I went on for so many pages it was ridiculous. But, but we got there. And I just interviewed Joe for Reading by Candlelight. So she knows how much we love her book and what we love about her book. And so it's just suffice to say, dear listeners, that we are huge fans of Joe's books. And like I said in the Reading by Candlelight, candlelight interview if she didn't write as well as she does I would have to ghost her because I wouldn't be able to tell her to her face <laughs> that her book is rubbish and so you can take it from me it is absolutely gold that's <laughs> <laughs> brutally honest I don't lie I, I just don't lie I can't lie to people that's just who I am and so I just have to be honest and say oh, sorry no three stars but no, I didn't have to do that. Thank you. It's like three stars is awesome. What are you talking about? Oh, no, 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 no. But it's not three stars. It's a five-star book. <laughs> oh, you're very you're very lovely and you say really nice things, both of you. Thank you. And while Jo is on her book tour, she's going to come stay at my new house. So on Thursday the 15th of February, I will be talking to Jo at Robinson's, the Glen in Glen Waverley. And then the next day... After Joe stays at my house, we're going to go to Mornington Library and she's going to have a chat with Kylie Orr about Oh, wow. I know, I know. Two two for no price at all because it's free. That's pretty specky. <laughs> so Kylie's um, book, The 11th Floor, comes out at the end of this month. and so 31st gonna... of January, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, 31st. And so they're going to have a chat together. And so that's going to be awesome. Carly's book is is so chilling. Um, oh. It gives you the creeps. It's great. <gasps> no, no, no spoilers because I've no totally spoilers. got it. Totally got it I'm, on pre-order. Yes. I'm. Look, you can see I'm two-thirds of the way in and we can talk about it when I'm finished and when Jack is finished. Yes, definitely. So that'll be the day after I get it. So yes. In- Next episode, we're going to talk about the launch, about Joe's launch. So if you can't be there in person next Wednesday, the 17th of January in Hobart at the RACB Hotel, then do not worry because don't miss this next episode because we're going to share all the goss and fun from Joe's launch. Oh, thank you. Well, you know what? It is all about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anyone as humble as Joe. <laughs> so humble. She never says things like that. That's funny. Uh, Dimmix is hosting my launch down here in Hobart, mm-hmm. um, and I have such a good relationship with them. Um, and I asked them how many how many seats were sold, and Simon, the owner, gave me the numbers for Liz Hayes, who came down and did her book launch recently, and Natasha Lester, how many she got, and then he put Joe Dixon and I was pipping them at the post so oh my goodness Ooh. that's awesome which oh, was you know a little wee moment but, you know, <laughs> and yeah. and I must say talking about the, the book launch one of the nicest things is and I've said this before is meeting readers uh, I love signing books I love signing books and not just for I, I, I still find it bizarre that me scribbling my name and I've got dreadful handwriting that me scribbling my name and a little message and I, I go on for hours sometimes with the messages lines after line means something to people. I, I just find that it just, that just feels surreal. But while I'm doing that, talking to people who've read my books or like them or have a, or excited about them, that is the highlight of the launch for me. 
Jack, are we going to do that special little thing? The well, the thing is, is normally what happens is the the intro gets run past everyone before it gets approval, and mm-hmm. uh, so, so I've sent the intro to Fiona. Yes, it was. It awesome. it, it meets with her approval, but Joe hasn't heard it yet. I so have not heard it. it. We're going to play it for her for the very first time now. Jack just thought that we could we could play it to her before the episode started. But being the evil crime writer <laughs> I am, I thought <laughs> way more fun, dear listeners, if we play it to her now and get her actual reactions oh, God. on tape. Fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, okay. press play, Fiona. Oh, you want me to do it? Was well, this like, yeah, I thought you were doing it. Were you doing it? <laughs> I thought you were doing it. Okay, no, that's fine. I will do it. <laughs> wow, that was an awesome lead up though. How did we not plan this better? Well, I thought I thought you said that you were going to do it, and I just went, "Oh, okay, cool." You <laughs> know that I just assumed you would do it because it was your idea. My God, you two are so funny! You've got to include <laughs> that. You've got to include that. It's so real. There you go, Joe. The sh- Joe's intro. Coming in, Phil. Jack. Come on through. Mind your step. Hi. Watch out. Jack, what are you doing? Oh, oh, these these are just some of Joe's readers. And I thought, because Joe's launching her new book, we can have some cheese in the background. Well, yes, Jack, that's all fine. But seeing as Joe is the best-selling author, and A Shadow at the Door is her second novel, I've prepared a stadium for her readers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that seems better. Congratulations, Congratulations, Joe Dixon. It's been a massive 12 months. Have a wonderful launch of a shadow at the door from the WorldCat. Oh, oh. Are you crying? No. It's just dusty in here. Oh, my God. How good is it? Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm actually lost for words. That is incredible and generous and funny and Phil is absolutely bloody brilliant and it's just clever. Jack, you wrote that, didn't you? I think I can drop the mic and walk away. My job here is done. <laughs> oh, you are so you're so clever. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you listeners who think that Phil Phil is our voice and he's amazing at it, but Jack writes those intros and she is brilliant and she is funny and she does it and she hits it out of the park every single fortnight. And now Joe is crying and it's Jack's fault. Cheers, <laughs> the happy tears. That that wasn't my goal for the week. The thing is, it's easy to do when you've got Someone like Phil who just loves piecing together something like this. I mean, he's followed he's followed our journey for quite some time and uh and he really gets into his role. <laughs> he, he's he's brilliant. I, I he, he brings so much to what we do here. In fact, in fact, I don't think people are even here to, to listen to us. They guess here to listen to Phil. <laughs> yeah. yes. They turn off after the intro, that's right. <laughs> So in our final episode of 2023, we made some goals about what we wanted to achieve over our five-week break. And then we also made some larger goals in our New Year's Eve special episode for 2024. So let's see how we did. Let's check in. Accountability check-in. All right. So 
Joe, your break goal was to finish book three, but take Christmas Day and Boxing Day off. Your 2024 goal was to become more organized and consistent and hire a virtual assistant and raise the bar with each book. Now, we don't expect you to have done your entire 2024 goal in two weeks, but how did you go with your break goal and what have you done towards your 2024 goal? I can answer this confidently. Um, I took Christmas Day off, uh, didn't so much on Boxing Day. I haven't finished the book, but it I just had a major epiphany today about something that's going to happen. That's a whole new, whole new subplot and... Yes, it'll still get finished in time. So I'm very excited about it. But I have actually made great inroads on my year goals because I have hired a virtual assistant. Um, And Holly is going to look after me and she is amazing and organized. She made me cry just because she made a list of everything that I had to do. And it was just like, this is going to be brilliant. So I've done that. So I am more organized, not in myself, but because I've got someone who's going to keep me on track. Um, with all the little extra bits and pieces. That's brilliant. And now Holly has joined Phil as one of the extras on the word count. So there's there's the people who get us through it. And Phil's one of them and Holly is now another. (laughs) So that's me. I'm I'm very happy with where I'm tracking. Um, um, I'm working hard and moving forward. So, Jack, tell us what your... (laughs) goals were did I move too quickly then I'm passing the ball right along (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jack you know yours don't you you don't need me to read them out to you um well the the plan was to write um something for the the Somerset Story Fest which is done and more time to write which you know I've I've got jobs to do first so You know, I'm learning to crochet. I'm I'm learning how to make breadboards. That's great. I've got, I've got to paint some posts for the woodshed, and I've got to fix my lawnmower. Uh, just the usual for me. Fiona, your turn. So my break goal, which I achieved easily, write nothing and concentrate on being in the moment with my family over Christmas. Hooray! Beautiful. I also had a little extra on that, which was expand my plot over the three days I did. And I did that at the end of the year. So I had those three days. Um, We had the most wonderful Christmas with our family. And then once everyone had gone back to their respective homes, I kind of lounged around doing nothing. (laughs) Awesome. reading in front of the lake and but I did expand my plot a little and and it was just enough to help me begin writing in the new year and my 2024 goal is to finish my my first draft in the first half of the year you're gonna smash it and so joe in all her beautiful yes. <laughs> said that if I wrote 500 words a day I'd reach my goal in time and I like the impetuous fool I am, said that I would post these results in my Instagram stories, never imagining that some of our listeners would actually count my words. Oh, oh. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So there are listeners to the pod who don't need to hear what I'm about to say because they have calculators. (laughs) I love it. That is awesome. So... Needless to say, I will not be sharing my daily results anymore and you'll just have to listen in each fortnight to see how I went. <laughs> if they calculated your results, what was the result? So apart from a couple of days off, I actually managed to write 
for 10 of the 12 days. And some days I wrote at least 500 words and others I wrote more. So my mm-hmm. word count is just over 6,000 words. Oh, fantastic. Oh, well done. <laughs> to be accurate, 6,041 words, which I think is the most I've ever written more we've been doing the, the word count. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And you're just doing it in in chunks of, you know, 500 or so words a day. As you both know, I'm pretty much the biggest procrastinator on earth and because I get scared. And so what I do is I kind of put it off, put it off, put it off, and then I go, oh, I have to write those 500 words. (laughs) And then I write the 500. And sometimes that's 750 and sometimes it's 950 and Sometimes it's been 1,500 and so it doesn't matter as long as I, I've tried to train myself that I have to do this every day, that I can't run away from it. Yes, and you'll get to a point where it becomes a habit so that if you don't do it, you actually feel kind of icky like you like you want to or you need to or you should. Not should, but that you that you actually want to. I need to hear that, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> no, I do. I get to a point where if I don't if I don't actually write or or do something writing orientated, I feel like I've left a chunk of the day behind or haven't. I don't know. There's something missing. You will get to that point. You will get to that. Point. And it's not always it's not always easy. Like there are days where it's just just hard, just really, really hard work. Like when the words don't come, oh, my God. Or you don't know what's going on. You hate your own words. You hate your own writing. There'll be bad days and there'll be good days. It's that time of the episode where we set our goals for the next two weeks. And I think I know what Joe's is going to be. (laughs) I'm going to do some writing. Oh, you want more than that? Are you? (laughs) Isn't your um, deadline the end of the month? Well, now that you ask me about that, I may have got an extension. Oh, cut out. Come on. I used an itty-bitty, an itty-bitty extension because it wasn't going to happen, but also because I have this big epiphany and, oh, my God, it's so good, and it just brings in this extra layer to the story. Well, I remember the, la- I remember the last time that you said that you had an epiphany towards the end of your book, and it was the best twist now and then this is up there with that that I I, I went like I was a little bit tired today and I had a little nap and sometimes you when you just let your mind go and I suddenly spark came to me and I had to grab it and then I got terrified that I was going to extinguish it by squeezing it too hard and so I'm fanning the flames and I had it just came to life and it's it's going to be up there with the twist in the house of now and then wow just saying oh. Just saying. That is the most amazing metaphor. I have to make an entire post about that. <laughs> also, I love the fact that, you know, the dog ate your homework and you got an extension. <laughs> uh, shout out to my very lovely publisher. Yes. Jack, are you going to make some more breadboard, do some crochet? I'm learning to crochet. It's really quite soothing. Probably got to do another episode of Three Corners, a couple of interviews for Sisters in Crime. and. And come on, you're going to go on just just one teeny tiny writing goal, teeny. Oh, episode of Three Corners has got to get up. Yes, yes. Yeah. You've got to write the story, right? Yeah, you've written the story, yeah. have you? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got to record it. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Fiona, what are your goals? Okay, I'm going to edit this episode before Sunday because I am flying to Hobart on Sunday, staying for six days with Molly and Tom, because I have a very important book launch to attend with my talented friend here, Joe Dixon, 
in conversation with my equally talented friend, Jack Ellum. Hurrah to us. Well, hurrah, hurrah to us. <laughs> oh, I'm also going to the literary lunch on the Friday for Joe that um, Dimix is hosting at an amazing restaurant in Hobart called Tesoro, where I have eaten before. Amazing food, just incredible. It's going to be the best lunch. That's before I fly home last thing Friday night. And so I took that into account while setting my goal is mm-hmm. the fact that I'm going to be in Tassie for the whole week. And I've proven to myself that I can write at least 500 words a session if I focus yep. all my energies on what I should be doing and not being distracted by the shiny little things, as Joe calls them. <laughs> so I'm going to finish writing 5,000 words in the next fortnight, which will, which I think will bring me very close to the end of the first act. Okay. You're going to do 5,000 words in the next fortnight yeah. with all that going oh. on. Oh, my goodness. What a go, Fiona. I hope so. If I don't. You'll hear about it. <laughs> and focus is my word for the year because I feel like I'm the world's, world's biggest procrastinator and I'll do anything but the work because I'm just so afraid of failing. <laughs> Don't you love imposter syndrome? It never goes away. It's not imposter oh. syndrome. It's goddess trickster because you've got everyone fooled. Look at you go. No one has a clue. Only you are aware. Trickster goddess. That. God, much, true. much more fun than imposter syndrome. Trust me. And and it sounds like, you know, you've got your hair done and your makeup done and your nails done. <laughs> <laughs> I am now, I'm a goddess trickster for life then. <laughs> Just quickly, because this is my first, this is my first time ever of having a world of word of the year. I've never done it before, but who it's knows? Fun. It might actually help me focus. Do either of you have a word of the year? Consistent. Ooh. Okay, Jack, have you ever done a word of the year? You no. don't have to. No, see, I've never done it before now either. So we have focus, we have consistent. So dear listeners, if you have a word of the year, please put it in the comments so that we have words of the year for next year. <laughs> it took me ages to think of this word and I had to Google things and, you know, I just wanted it to be a lot easier. And if you just tell me what your word is, that maybe I can go, oh, yeah, that's a good word. I'll keep that in mind for 2025. So if you want to keep yourself accountable, add your goals to the comments. And remember what we always tell you, the word count means different things to everyone. Your goal will always be as individual as you are. Hopefully something that works for us works for you too. So it is goodbye from us. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, my lovely ladies. Goodbye, Jen. Toodles. And goodbye from me. Wishing you all the best with your writing over the next two weeks. And check in with us next episode of The Word Count to find out if we hit our goals. The Word Count, a real-life, real-time writing journey podcast with all the good and the bad, although that's usually Jack along the way. Subscribe and follow them on socials.